Well, we are now moving into the second week of episodes that are themed around spring cleaning because after all, it is springtime. But as I mentioned in previous episodes, spring cleaning is not just about taking control of what you need to clean only you know one time per year, it's a cycle. And today we're gonna focus on really letting go and the three ways to let go of the thoughts that are holding you back. So let's get to it. Welcome, my name is Justin. This is the Strength, Yoga, and Freedom podcast where we use the philosophy of yoga in a really practical and everyday way. And we do it one small step at a time to become happier people, maybe even to become someone who is driven by a new purpose. Ooh, think about that as we move into this episode. I am so glad that you are here. As I mentioned before in the introduction, this is the spring cleaning series. This is the second week of it. And we're getting right into the nitty gritty today with three ways to let go of thoughts that are holding you back. Don't forget a couple things. You can follow me on Instagram. If you're not following me already, go ahead and follow me at Justin Ricky Yoga. The link is in the description of the podcast that you're listening to on your favorite podcast app or platform, and also in the description of the video if you're listening to this or watching this on YouTube. So you can connect with me there on Instagram. You can do other things like sign up for our free weekly newsletter that's very, very, very short in nature, and you get it once per week. We give you tons of updates on what's coming up, some good teaching and some nuggets that you don't get on the podcast or in other uh, things I do on the YouTube channel, so check those out as well. And also don't forget about our friend Kenzie and her sweet treats. I have that code for 15% off your first order in the description of these uh, episodes. You will love her sweet treats. They are delicious. And it's a local-based business, and so why not support local? And why not support Kenzie? who is a supporter of this community. So let's talk about the foundations of the episodes that we talked about last week, as well as the two that we will be broadcasting this week, including the one you're listening to now. We're basing all of that, the foundation, on the concept of non-possessiveness, or as it is referred to in yoga as aparhigraha. Now a quick recap to refresh our memories, aparhigraha is one of the yamas of yoga, and the yamas are one of the eight limbs of yoga. These yamas teach us about our behavior, kind of the way we outwardly interact with the world, and they even teach us how we talk to ourselves sometimes too. The eight limbs of yoga are practiced in a cycle, right? They're not a checklist. So they can be repeated over and over and they should be repeated over and over and over again so that we're remaining connected to ourselves and to the world through physicality, through breath work, meditation, enlightenment. And again, I wanna say this and I've said this before, practicing the eight limbs of yoga doesn't mean you have to go to you know, a fitness or wellness center or a yoga studio or a gym or do yoga in your house every single day on your mat. The asana, the physical practice of yoga is only one of the eight limbs. So that's not a huge percentage. There is so much more in play. It means that you're experiencing the mental, the spiritual, the physical connection in yourself and how it relates to the path 
that you are on, right? So on this podcast, we turn the philosophies of yoga into practical everyday advice that I give you and tools that I can give you and teach you so you can apply these principles to your everyday life. These are the principles and the tools that I have used to improve my own life on the journey that I am going on in the healing journey. And a lot of that is through the philosophy of yoga. So regardless of you doing a physical yoga practice or not, because honestly, that's what a lot of people think that that's what yoga just is. It's just being able to stretch and touch your toes or chant or do mantras or you know eat a certain way or dress a certain way. But see, the truth about yoga is it's very fluid and it can adapt to any body. So there's no one way that yoga should be or is. So my goal here through this podcast is to teach you the practical ways to use yoga in your everyday life, the life you are turning around, the life you see yourself living in the future, the life that will help you feel fulfilled and happy, full of purpose. Now, in order to live a life that feels like that, you can tap into Aparigraha and learn to let go. Learning to let go of the grip that you have on certain things or on people or on places, even the thoughts or cycles of thoughts in your own internal dialogue. So we spoke last week about the foundation of what it really means to let go, as well as some of the things that you can do to clear out and actually spring clean your physical spaces. And then I shared with you the three things that I have done to reinvent my current living space, which is still under construction. I was actually doing some of that before I started recording this podcast. If you remember, if you heard uh, me speak about my office space where I do all my work with the podcasting and such, the office is one of the areas in my house that I am, it is under that renovation right now. And I shared with you that I only take a little bit of time every single day. And today I was like, oh my gosh, the whole left side of this desk is now clear. I didn't even realize it was completely clear. So cleaning your physical space is one step at a time so that the future me is ready to go. It has what it needs. So go check out those episodes, the first two episodes about spring cleaning, if you haven't already, because they give you a phenomenal foundation of where we're going as we continue on, as most of my episodes are built like that. So let's get into today's topic regarding letting go of the thoughts that keep repeating over and over in your mind and how they relate to holding you back. I'm gonna give you three ways to do this today, and then on the next episode, which will air on Thursday, we will finish up the series of spring cleaning and letting go by discussing what to do about people or places even that might need to be let go of as well. And I wanna say this about that too. I'm not talking about just dismissing things from your life here. I'm talking about when people or places come into what I like to call the end of a service life. So you may reach the end of a service life in your friendships, in some relationships that are different than friendships. Maybe it's work colleagues. Maybe it's even an even closer relationship that maybe something happened and you reach the end of kind of that service life. So you can reach those things in relationships and it actually can be a good thing. And we're gonna talk about that in the next episode. So let's get back to today's topic though. I wanna start by giving you an example. Think about this example and keep this example honed in through this episode. You often may hear people say this, we have to make decisions and do things right now because we really don't know how much time there is left. Have you ever heard this? Have you ever said it yourself? And I wanna quickly unfold this because it's important. It's important to the key aspects of what we're talking about in this episode. What do you really mean though when you say this? 
about doing things now because we may or may not have much time left or you have to kind of seize the day or something like that. What do you mean by that? Like, really? I mean, let's just get honest with each other here. What do you really mean when you're saying that? Are you saying this figuratively, meaning that you actually believe it, but you never execute it because you don't know how to execute it? Or you have a habit of procrastination? Or maybe you're afraid. So do you say things like, oh my gosh, we have to do this now because we don't know if we're ever going to be able to do it again. And then you just don't do it or you get afraid and then you kind of say, uh, you know, so you say it, but then you don't live it. You don't know what to do because you spin in your head all the things that could go wrong if you do it on and on. Okay. Or do you actually think that doing this means that you should apply this to all the stuff that you want to do? Is that what you say? Is that why you say it? Now I have a news flash for you and here it is. If you are really serious about letting go, about changing your life, about following the path of purpose that you have in this life that is bigger than you, then you aren't just going to say it and then do nothing and you aren't just going to say it and then do the things that you only want to do. Okay, let's unpack that even more. Why? Well, here's why. Saying things like, let's seize the day, let's take control of the moment and live for the day or live for the now or you only live once or YOLO. So we'll say YOLO, okay? We're encompassing all of this phrase into this YOLO. You only live once, so let's just do it now, okay? That means maybe booking that trip, maybe going out to eat, gathering gathering together with your friends and your family and your loved ones, maybe purchasing that item that you want within your means, visiting that natural park that's so beautiful, grabbing that book and starting to read, starting the podcast you were hoping to st start, building the playlist, styling your hair the way you want, the nails. Okay, you get it. These are all super fun things. Woohoo, right? but you're not able to live in the moment if you do not use the same phrase to get up when the alarm rings, to make the phone call, to have that difficult conversation, to quit the job that you continuously bitch and complain about, to start the business that you've been talking about doing, to writing the book, putting the dishes into the dishwasher at night so you can come into a clean space in the morning, journaling in your morning routine, telling your friends you're not going bar hopping because you want to work on your painting or your crafts, going to the gym on a regular schedule, a regular schedule, not once and then you don't go anymore, or exercising regularly, cleaning the house and reorganizing, as I mentioned before, making a move to another city, quitting smoking, fixing your credit card debt or your other legal issues or tax issues, Picking up the shift to make the money to fix that car. Oh my gosh, okay, we're gonna stop because that's the hard stuff. That's the hard stuff. This works both ways here, people. This isn't just saying that phrase of YOLO and then using it for the things you only want to do. You must do it for the things that you don't want to do too and enforce the consistency in your life. Why are we talking about this? Because you can do the fun stuff, but you can't do the hard stuff. And I mean it. We're talking about the hard stuff. 
progress is not only about the fun stuff that's easy. It's about the hard stuff. And letting go is a component to mastering this concept and cycling through life with healthy habits, healthy routines, just like cycling through the eight limbs of yoga. But the thoughts keep holding us back. So what do we do? (laughs) Well, here they are, the three ways that you can let go of the thoughts that hold you back. Because as I said, it's easy to go, YOLO, let's go out to dinner. YOLO, I'm gonna paint my nails. YOLO, let's have that cocktail. But it's not easy to go, YOLO, I gotta clean that room. Or YOLO, I gotta make that phone call because we have to have a difficult conversation about the money I'm making with my boss. That's not easy. Okay, so number one, here's the first thing that we can do to let go of those thoughts that hold us back. Number one, you first have to acknowledge your thought patterns. See, you can't make a change. You can't very well make any changes without noticing your thought patterns. So I suggest making a note of what you're thinking about when those opportunities that are hard stop pop, start popping up in your brain and you tell, talk yourself out of it. Like when it's time to go to the gym, what are you telling yourself? Start to add this to your journaling. Do you even have a journal? You don't have one? Then get one. And I'm actually gonna link in the description of the episode a journal that I use that is so inexpensive. It's so wonderful to carry around or use at home. It's just the best one I found, so I'll link that. So if you need to get a journal, then get one. Now, hold on a minute. What did your brain just tell you when I said that about getting a journal? Did you go, oh, you don't need that journal, or oh, we'll get it next week, or oh, let me look into it, or oh, I'll buy it later, or oh, let's see how much it is, or oh, 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 oh. What are you doing? That's the habit loop again. And remember, you said YOLO earlier. You said YOLO, then buy the damn journal. Thinking about it not only wastes time, but it also gets nothing done. So that example right there about getting the journal, that's how you acknowledge your thought patterns. And listen, you don't have to buy a journal through the link. You can leave and go to the store right now and buy a journal. Because if you can't decide to get a journal, how will you decide to put that two weeks notice in because you have found that other job that you know you need to move to. I mean, let's think about it. So start to examine how you're talking to yourself when those situations arise. And I just gave you an example right there. I said, get yourself a journal. And if you don't have one, and I said, click the link, you may have had those thoughts spin. Did they spin? Think about it. Number two, spin the thoughts to gratitude. If you start that vicious cycle of negative thoughts or the thoughts that block you from doing things, spin it to a thought of gratitude. Now, let's use an example to illustrate this too. Let's let's say someone asked you to go somewhere, but you really don't want to go because it's somewhere that no longer serves you, like a bar. Maybe you've quit drinking altogether, or maybe you want to go on a trip somewhere that you've already been to, but now you have your sights set on somewhere else. So instead of either A, saying yes because you just want to belong or you want to fit in, or you B, you just say no right away because you can't leave your partner for 30 minutes without feeling guilty, or you C, you just get afraid of the back and forth argument that will happen because this other person's a little pushy and it's easier to just give in rather than create the waves. Why not say, hey, let me get back to you. And that's kind of your final answer for the short term. And so you go back and you practice some gratitude for the person asking you in the first place. And then I want you to stop for a moment and 
keep this in your mind, this example about going to somewhere that doesn't serve you anymore. It could be the bar, it could be the place, another place, like a, like I mentioned, a place that you've been before and now you wanna go somewhere else, so you don't wanna go to that place again anymore, but the person has asked you. Okay, so keep that in mind. We're gonna come back to that example. But also know that you can use this for anything. You can be grateful that someone at work is so lazy that it interrupts the flow of the business because what's gonna happen is it's gonna create a shift that's either gonna force them to shape up or force them to ship out without you having to do anything. I have found that thinking gratitude for the outcome shifts my negative spinning thoughts and creates new pathways in my brain that are pathways of gratitude. This means I'm also letting go of negative thoughts and putting new grateful thoughts in their place, AKA spring cleaning. There it is, letting go of negative thoughts and putting another thought in its place of gratitude, no matter what it feels like. Because that lazy person at work will make you so angry because you're working and they're standing around on their phone. They're on social media. They're sucking up to the boss and not getting any work done because they have special privileges or whatever has happened, right? You all know those people at work. So when those things happen, be grateful because those people are teaching you something and it's up to you to figure out what they're teaching you. But when you create that pathway in your brain, you are spring cleaning your thoughts. Now, number three, going back to the example of someone asking you to go somewhere like the bar or the place that triggers you, let's talk about that with regards to number three being purpose. Remember I said purpose at the beginning of the episode? This is so important, so listen up. What in the fuck is your purpose? Does going with the person to the said place align with your purpose? I mean, really, does it align with your purpose? Finding a purpose is something that comes as you walk your healing journey. But when you really know your purpose, let's just say for example's sake, your purpose is that you wanna be a happy person. Okay, so is going with that person to that place really going to make you happy? Is it? You can reflect on that after you have said, hey, Susie, let me get back to you. And guess what? That example I gave you of YOLO or seize the day, same thing goes here. Are you seizing the day so you can enjoy temporary fun all the time? Or are you seizing it to create the future you deserve? And look, I am not saying you shouldn't do things in the moment that are fun. You absolutely should. You should have fun. We all need to have fun. We need to have balance. But YOLO doesn't mean just doing the fun things. It means saying, no, Tommy, I am exercising right now because I wanna be the best mom I can for you. Your playtime is coming, but it's coming in 30 minutes from now, not right now. It means leaving your phone away from you when you sleep because you don't need to work on that project for your job at three o'clock in the morning, you need to sleep. It means throwing away the shit in that closet little by little because you are expect expecting a brand new baby boy or girl and you want them to have a clear, fresh, brand new space when they come into this world for their beautiful life because your purpose is to become happier and more fulfilled. It means balance, it means integrity, it means a parhigraha, letting go of what doesn't make the future you smile and be happy. Let that sink in. You see, if you want the same life as you have right now with comfort and ease and cuddles and sitting around on the couch in your safe space, great. There's nothing wrong with having some time to yourself and having cuddles on the couch. However, 
if you just, if that's all you're doing, the easy things, no growth is going to take place. None. The same people are going to bother you. The same job is going to be there. The same internal dialogue is going to happen. But when you get intentional and you let go of all the preconceived notions that it is not going to turn out your way, you unlock all the potential with how you think and you create a shift that moves your life in a direction that you want with big time rewards along the way. Really powerful stuff. The next episode is going to continue these principles and it will also allow us to see what we need to do and see what we need to see in order to let go of people or places or the things we no longer want to take or can take on our healing journey. So stay tuned for that next episode. Hit the subscribe button if you're on YouTube so that the when the next one comes out, you know. Follow the podcast on the app that you're using because these episodes are important for you to, to reflect back on and think about what am I really using YOLO for? What am I really seizing? Just to have fun? Or am I really going to create a balance and a shift and create a different outlook in my thoughts? That's the key to letting go of these crappy thoughts in the mind, doing the things that are going to make yourself the self that's going to be in five years, three years, maybe even six months from now, so happy and so fulfilled. So I can't wait to see you on the next episode where we conclude this series. We'll see you then. Okay, one last thing. The content in the Strength, Yoga, and Freedom podcast is not intended as a replacement or a substitution for the advice of any medical professional, like a physician, a psychologist, or a qualified therapist, or any other medical professional. It is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only.